Blog Talk Radio. Take it home where you spread it around. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. That's what Election Day is all about. And the biggest gun we got is called the ballot box. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. Vote them out. Vote them out. And when they're gone, we'll sing and dance and shout. And she'll bring some new ones in, and they will start the show again. And if you don't like who's in there, vote them out. From WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. Our last show uh, for the month of February. We're on the 28th of February, 2019. And this will uh, be our last show also on the Blog Talk Network. If it is not our last, I'm not certain about what is happening over there. There are a lot of machinations in podcasting. But the title of our episode is Angela Davis, All-American. And the reason we uh, chose the title All-American because Angela Davis has been on the American scene since 1969. A good article in the Washington Post we'll use as our uh, benchmark. And what will follow us is the discussion that Angela Davis had with uh, Dr. Imami uh, Perry of Princeton University. Very nice discussion. It will follow us. But nonetheless, we'll follow the Washington Post's article here. This is uh, by uh, Lavanya Ranahan. Ranahan. Anyway, I'll just read it very briefly. It was on the 26th. It began with an honor. Uh, she was awarded, incidentally, uh, the a certificate by uh, an organization in Birmingham, Alabama, her hometown, called the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute. And it uh, awarded it to Angela one day, took it back uh, the next day, literally. But that was not to stop Dr. Angela Davis. Uh, Dr. Angela Davis being around since 1969 and understanding the historic situation that is here. That it would simply just not happen. And it did not happen in the case of Angela Davis. But this has been a troubling pattern running here and the uh, the problem is uh, what happened to Bernie uh, the other day at uh, CNN, at least as alleged there, that the uh, Democratic Party planted some uh, plants there to ask him questions. Now, this kind of skullduggery has no place in uh, 2019. But she has been out there, uh, back to Angela Davis, she's been out there uh, for 60 years. She used to live on a street called 11th uh, Court. It hit uh, Center Street, that was the dividing line in apartheid Birmingham during the segregationist uh, reign there in uh, Birmingham. And what was interesting, she said as a child, they used to literally play a game. They would cross that street uh, to the European side of town, ring the doorbell, and run back. So basically, struggle can occasionally be uh, fun. Uh, No doubt about that, but uh, what happened there 
you know, Birmingham trying to set back the clock. It all revolved around uh, Dr. Davis's work uh, with the Palestinian people and the uh, boycott of the uh, Zionist Israeli state. And in her uh, discussion in, in uh, Birmingham there, she talks about that and how it relates to current struggle. One has to understand that Angela Davis was one of the first people to start the uh, prison, uh, to start to advance, I should say, and advocating around institutionalization of prisons in the U.S. and the history of prisons in the U.S. And this is one of the big problems. She points out that the Quakers were the ones that uh, invented the prison system as a place for a person to go and be reformed. Now that has been a big debate between the people that see prisons as a, a reform institution and those that see it as punishment. Since 19, particularly since 1968, on a tricky dick uh, Nixon, it's been uh, seen as law and order, the same thing that Chicken Gruber did. It's seen as an institution to punish people, lock them up. Same situation you have now on the DJ Trump. Lock them up. Put these immigrants in uh, prison. Uh, deport them. And that has uh, led to the uh, so-called uh, criminal uh, justice reform bill signed uh, to decriminalize uh, certain penalties around uh, crack cocaine and a disproportionate incarceration of African-American uh, males. But the problem is you can reform something, but the, if it's rotten to the core, you have to drastically uh, come up with a new uh, system that emphasizes uh, for most, as Jesse Jackson said, uh, has said, not all, but most that can be, a real, be, a real, be rehabilitated. There are obviously people in the society that rehabilitation is beyond them. Incarceration is their uh, solution. But for the uh, large percentage of people that are in prisons, particularly those uh, for non-violent offenses, I'm not talking about people that have all kinds of pathological problems that are in uh, prison that have uh, maimed, killed, murdered, abused people because of psychological pr uh, problems or ideological problems. Those people are a different case altogether. But people that went to jail for one bag of marijuana or two pieces of crack cocaine and are serving five and ten years in jail, people in states like California under the free strikes rule there had been put in prison for things like shoplifting a loaf of bread, smoking a reefer, and they're in jail for life or for 25 or 50 years. People that were incarcerated because the DNA evidence was uh, faked or that there was none at the time and spent 25, 30 years of their life incarcerated for a crime that they did not commit. This is all about the uh, situation. And then she highlighted Ferguson. Now, most people don't know Ferguson was a little bitty police department. 
but they were trained by the Israeli uh, security services. So what happened was Ferguson was internationalized all the way from St. Louis to Paris to Tel Aviv to Cairo to Moscow and points in between. So in other words, the whole scenario has changed. Just as D.J. Trump nationalized his campaign, the campaign against police brutality is nationalized. With the case in the uh, upper Midwest of uh, Justin uh, DeMond, her case was internationalized. She was an Australian uh, national that was brutally killed by a police officer. And as Professor Davis says, we have to move away from and That's unfortunate we'll settle with that because of how the uh, criminal justice system is set up and how the American courts, one case at a time. So in other words, you're talking about the person that killed uh, Laquan McDonald in uh, Chicago, the prosecution of that particular officer, one at a time, but not the uh, prosecution of the Chicago Police Department. That is the problem. That has to be addressed. And reformism has always uh, fallen short. It's a band-aid uh, situation for a much larger problem. So that goes across the political system. Now, these characters in Birmingham, uh, the unwashed, decided they would throw up a roadblock of Angela Davis by having some patsies and Uncle Tom's rescind the award. Well, that fell apart on them, just like the so-called aid deal in Venezuela fell apart. And the uh, commission, after these characters had resigned, re-upped the uh, award to Angela Davis. And she said she would let the uh, people of uh, Birmingham, in a democratic way, decide what's going to happen. So that struggle goes on, but she did get to Birmingham. She addressed uh, 3,000 people there, and it was nationally uh, broadcast, at least by democracy now, and we're appreciative of uh, their broadcast uh, over the YouTube organization. So these things are getting out. It is a worldwide struggle. And if these people think that they can set back a movement by attacking uh, Angela Davis, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie Sanders, no. The Democratic Party can throw up as many roadblocks as they wish. They could even kick uh, Bernie Sanders off the ballot. But the movement goes on and intensifies. We noted that uh, in Chicago, five socialists were uh, destined for the city council there. And at the same time, two African-American women are the uh, in the runoff in April for the mayor of Chicago. The first time this has happened, the last African-American to hold a post in Chicago was the late Mayor Harold Washington. And Harold Washington just got started, but that was in the 80s. This is in uh, the 2019 uh, situation. But the people are demanding this. As one post I saw on Facebook book uh, said that, well, what will happen after Pelosi and this leadership goes and new leadership comes in? Well, a new leadership will come in, as Angela said. Every generation stands on the shoulders of the other generation. It means they would uh, 
as Jesse Jackson would say, look look high and uh, move low. So they have a better vision of the future. What we uh, as uh, senior uh, types, uh, activists on the scene, is that they get the tools. Read Angela's books. Read Herbert Marcuse. Understand what philosophy is. Understand what political philosophy is. Study political science. Understand what the neoliberals have done. Understand the Wilsonian foreign policy, which is their foreign policy, is a racist foreign policy. It is as racist as the Israeli wall in uh, Palestine. And some of those same firms are going to build a D.J. Trump's wall. So in other words, these walls are related. Don't let people block you by labeling you a racist, by labeling you anti-Semitic. That's an old trick. The struggle goes on, and this is the problem that they face. This is an international struggle, and the international struggle is bigger than them. The dirty racists in South Africa found that out with the anti-apartheid movement. But eventually, apartheid would fall. Now, is uh, South Africa completely democratized? No. The economic uh, pie has not been shared with the majority of citizens in South Africa. It takes time. But these are building blocks, and this is what to remember. This is African History Month. We will have some more presentations we didn't get in the, in the official month. We'll continue. We can't be relegated to 28 days when we have three, 400 years of problems in the U.S. and in the world on the... Uh, backs of apartheid in the U.S., apartheid in South Africa, the Jim Crow era in the U.S., the struggles now in Venezuela to literally depose and the quote-unquote elected government, they like to talk about that, and they have other cronies uh, help them. The Brazilian uh, armed forces have said they will not let the Yankee uh, American uh, government stage military operations from their territory. Now, we don't know about Colombia, but the situation is that that problem will not go away. As on the uh, Korean Peninsula, the talks are between the U.S. and the Democratic uh, Republic of Korea under Chairman Um collapsed. However, the Korean people, uh, North and South, have to continue their struggle for unification. And that will be where it will be decided, ultimately. Now, it all takes time. Even D.J. Trump finally acknowledged that. We had the uh, Cohen hearings, uh, which was a waste of time primarily, because one has to understand that uh, his testimony in open does not make a criminal case. If there is a criminal case, that would have been made in closed door, and we'll see where the indictments are. But don't be confused by the smoke screen out there about WikiLeaks and all that. That's the narrative that they would want to push. And these so-called people operating out of the Russian Federation. There honestly is no evidence of that. And the cybersecurity people will tell you the same thing. They could have been operating from Omaha. That's the nature of the net. But the results is they did not uh, write the Podesta emails. They did not write these uh, latest machinations that Fox reported, and we need to verify everything. 
that they had DMC people in the audience at uh, uh, Bernie Sanders' uh, town meeting. The same situation pops up here now that Bernie Sanders' uh, tax returns. DJ Trump's been in the White House almost three years and no ta- three years and no tax returns. So get over it. Bernie Sanders not a millionaire. If he puts his tax returns out, so what? It's a blimp on the screen. If he puts out ten years, so what? What they've tried to do everything they could to sabotage these Democratic candidates, attacking Bernie Sanders, attacking uh, Elizabeth Warren's uh, lintage, her ethnicity. Now they're after Karma Harris, I suppose, and they're attacking um, Amy Klobuchar as being a bully. So in other words, they're attacking all of these and waiting on Joe Biden or whomever to ride in on the quote-unquote white horse. Well, they may ride in, but the situation is that for progressive voters, we're not going away, period. What the DMC does or doesn't do is is the business of the Democratic Party. But in the preference vote, it is our business. And if they come up with some kind of scheme to come in here with one of these neoliberal type operators on a on a flimsy platform like they put the Monster Clinton on, the same thing could happen again in many of these states. Progressives will either not vote or they will vote for someone else. That would obviously be the way that it turns out. Now, if they can come up with a landslide election against D.J. Trump, maybe they could win. But if D.J. Trump holds his own now, then in some states, D.J. is not going to be able to to carry this time around. But old D.J. has got his little uh, situation. He'll try to get it back. But the situation here is not D.J. Trump. It is uh, neoliberalism. It is the current capitalist setup that you have, and until that starts to diminish itself, we don't get anywhere. It would have been the same thing with uh, Hillary Monster Clinton. She would have came in and went immediately to Wash somewhere we don't know where. She was the one responsible for the Obama administration going into Libya, murdering uh, Colonel Gaddafi, and leaving the Libyan nation in a shambles till today. Same type of policies went into Iraq. And Iraq is still a shamble. And uh, the Iraqi uh, nation, uh, what is going on there? Iraq, uh, because of the sanction. Iraq, because of the war. So we got all that. Now we got Syria. They're trying to get back on a track again. We could go on and on, but we're going to stop on that. Let's do the uh, sport here. And uh, we'll see you on uh, Friday uh, Java in the NBA on Wednesday night. The Rockets were at the Hornets. Rockets 118 to 113. In overtime, the Timberwolves were in Atlanta. Hawks 131 to 123. The Wizards were in New York. Wizards 125 to 116 for the Nets. The Warriors were at the Heat. Heat pulled it out by 1 point, 126 to 125. The Bulls were at the Grizzlies. Bulls 109 
2107 for the Grizzlies. The Trailblazers were in Boston. Trailblazers pulled that one out to 97 to 92. The Pistons were in San Antonio. Spurs 105 to 93. The Pacers were in Dallas. Dallas uh, the Mavericks 110 to 101. The Clippers were at the Jazz. Jazz 111 to 105 for the Clippers. In overtime, the Bucks were at the Kings. The Bucks pulled it out by a point, 141 to 140. And finally, the Pelicans were in Los Angeles. LeBron James put on the show. Uh, Lakers 125 to 119. On to Major League Baseball. This is spring training. The Atlanta team played the Cardinals and uh, shut them out for zip. The Orioles and Red Sox. Orioles 7 to 6. The Astros and Nationals. It was all Nationals 14 to 8 uh, for the Astros. The uh, Twins in 8. Uh, the Twins 4 to 2 over the Phillies. In 7, the Yankees and Tigers. It was all Tigers at 10 to 4. The Blue Rays and Blue Jays, excuse me, and the uh, Pirates. It was two to one. Uh, Blue, uh, Blue Jays. The Red Sox and Rays. It was the Rays five to four. The Marlins and Mets. It was Mets fourteen to six. The Cubbies and Rangers. It was the Cubbies nine to five. The Reds and the White Sox. Reds eleven to four. Cleveland and the Brewers. It was Cleveland six to one. The Royals and the Giants, it was all Giants 15 to 2. The Dodgers and the Athletics, 5 to 3 there. Dodgers and the Mariners and Cleveland, it was Cleveland 6 to 5. The Angels and uh, Rockies, the Rockies, uh, Angels 9 to 7. And the Diamondbacks and Padres, all tied up 5 5. On to. The uh, NHL, the Oilers and Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs six to two, the Flames and Devils, Devils are two to one, the Lightning and Rangers in an overtime game was Lightning's uh, four to three, the Canucks and Avalanche, it was the Avalanche three to two, and the Blackhawks and Ducks, it was the Hawks uh, four to three, and to women's uh, basketball here in the college. Uh, two games here, UConn and Wichita State. Yeah, wait a minute here. Wrong day. Now, yeah, here we go. It was Albany and New Hampshire. Uh, with Albany 78-53. St. Joseph's and uh, Georgia Mason. It was Georgia Mason 68-59. LaSalle and St. Bonaventure. Bonaventure, yeah. Uh, 52 to 45. Niagara and uh, Calusis. I'm not sure who they are. Anyway, 52 to 51. Lehigh and uh, Loyola. It was Lehigh 65 to 46. American in Holy Cross. It was all American here, 71 to 44. Navy and Bucknell. Bucknell 90 to 48 for Navy. Lafayette and Boston University. A one pointed at Boston by 50 to 49. Jacksonville in North Alabama, 68 to 59. Texas A&M and Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. 
72 to 55. North Florida and uh, Stinson. It was North Florida, 75 to 62. Penn State and Michigan State. It was Michigan State, 57 to 48. Rhode Island and Davidson. Rhode Island, uh, 64 to 58. Dayton and Fordham. It was Fordham, uh, 57 to 48. DeCue, uh, 64 to uh, George Washington, 53. Richmond and UMass, it was UMass, 64 to 38. Uh, Tulsa and Temple, it was Tulsa, um, 64 to 61. Akron and Bowling Green, it was all Akron, Akron, 83 to 73. Wait, everybody here today. Uh, Bingleton uh, and Hartford. Hartford 63 to 50. Maine and UMass Lowell. It was uh, Maine 60 to 41. Stony Brook and UMBC. It was Stony Brook 72 59. Eastern Michigan in Northern Illinois. It was Northern Illinois 72 60. Central Michigan and Ball State. Central Michigan, 81 to 64. Buffalo and Ohio, it was Buffalo, uh, 73 to 43. Western Michigan and uh, Toledo, Toledo, 73 to 63. Miami of Ohio and Kent State, Kent State, 67 to 58. New Orleans and Sam Houston, Sam Houston, 86 to 62. Stephen uh, Austin, uh, 79 to 43 for Central Arkansas. Uh, in Carcity World, I'm not sure who they are. Uh, 100 to uh, North uh, Eastern's and 91. McGee and uh, Nicholas. It was Nicholas, seventy-eight to fifty-five. Liscomb at fifty-three and Ian J I T fifty-nine. Boy, TCU in Kansas. It was TCU seventy-six to seventy-two. Excuse me, sixty-six. Lamar and Houston Baptist. It was Lamar 97-49. West Virginia and Kansas State. It was Kansas State 92-78. Oh, there's a lot of them in here. South Florida and Houston. Uh, South Florida 59-49. VCU and uh, St. Louis. It was St. Louis 76-49. Uh, 60 and Fresno State and Wyoming. Fresno State 66 to 64. Army and Colgate. It was Colgate 85 to 80. Uh, San Jose State and New Mexico. New Mexico 110 to 72 for them. And in overtime, Boise State and Colorado State. Boise State 72 to 63. And let me. 
go on here. Nevada and UNLV, it was UNLV 67-258. Utah and San Diego State. Utah State, I should say, 65-62. Cal Poly and UC at uh, Santa Barbara. It was um, 44-242 Santa Barbara. And finally, UC at Irvine. And you, uh, CSU at Fullerton. It was Fullerton um, 67-58. to 58. And let me see if I missed anyone here. All right, men's basketball. Uh, hopefully they didn't have as many games. Um, on the 27th, uh, Georgia State, Virginia, and Virginia 81 to 51, Tennessee and Ole Miss, Tennessee 73 to 71, Houston and East Carolina with Houston 99 to 65, Marquette and Villanova, Villanova 67 to 61. Texas Tech 84 to Oklahoma State in overtime 80. Nevada and uh, USV was Nevada 89 to 73. Purdue 73 to Illinois 56. And uh, Penn State 78 to Maryland 61. And finally, SMU 49 and Cincinnati 52. This does it for sports. We'll see you on uh, the uh, Friday Java. Be our, well, first program actually for the month of uh, March. And then we'll have Numbers Man. We'll have uh, hearings uh, from both the Senate and the House. Uh, highlights of those. Uh, Chairman uh, Powell uh, there talking about the economy. We'll have some numbers and an open source report. We hope. Good day. Let's begin with how we got here. Uh, to receive a humanitarian award from the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, that award was rescinded before being reinstated. Uh, but when it was rescinded, uh, the people of Birmingham, Alabama, immediately responded. You know, I have never loved Birmingham as much as I love Birmingham <laughs> at this moment. Yeah. Um, but let's, I mean, I, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts about that process, and in particular, what we learn, both about history but also about the present by virtue what happened. You know, I didn't have a chance to get mic'd like you, oh, Mommy, okay. because I wanted to see everything that happened before, before I came on. Yes. So. And um, it, it is um, really a, a joy to be here this evening. I want to thank everyone for mm. coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, people in Birmingham, from Alabama, and I know my friends and comrades are here from New York and Chicago yeah. and Oakland yeah. and 
and, and all over the country. So thank all of you for being here this mm. evening. It almost feels as if um, we're marking a new beginning. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and what I can say is that, um, of course, when I learned that I was uh, to receive the Shuttlesworth uh, Human Rights Award, yeah. Uh, from the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, I was um, overcome with joy. Uh, um, Reverend Shuttlesworth has always been one of my heroes. Uh, and I have always admired uh, those, um, especially Odessa Woolfolk. Yes. And, and what I can say is that... Um, of course, when I learned that I was uh, to receive the Shuttlesworth uh, Human Rights Award yeah. uh, from the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute, I was um, overcome with joy. Uh, um, Reverend Shuttlesworth has always been one of my heroes. Uh, and I have always admired uh, those, um, especially Odessa Woolfolk. Yes who had the vision that led to the creation of the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute. Mm -hmm. um, and so I want to say from the very beginning that I don't want to do anything that can damage uh, the future of this very important institution in our community. But I was surprised to hear that Later, they decided <laughs> to rescind the award. And then when I discovered that it might have something to do with my um, involvement uh, over many years in efforts uh, to um, advocate for justice for Palestine, mm It, it became clear to me that uh, this might actually be a teachable moment. Yes. Yeah. That um, uh, as much as the, the whole controversy uh, uh, might have, at least for the moment, damaged the reputation of those who made that decision, that we might seize this moment uh, to... Uh, reflect on what it means to live on this planet in the 21st century and our responsibilities not only to people in our immediate community mm -hmm. but to people all over the planet. Um, yes. And of course, in occupied Palestine, uh, black people especially owe a great deal to Palestinians who have been struggling for decades and decades and refuse to give up. They are an inspiration to people who are fighting for freedom everywhere, everywhere. on everywhere. the planet. Yeah. So did I answer your question? Yes, but I want, but, and, and, and relatedly, though, because um, I think that there is um, a misperception that is fairly widespread in this moment that is important for us to talk about that solidarity for with Palestinian 
moment damage the reputation of those who made that decision that we might seize this moment uh, to uh, reflect on what it means to live on this planet in the 21st century and our responsibilities not only to people in our immediate community mm -hmm. but to people all over the planet. Um, yes. And of course in occupied Palestine uh, black people especially owe a great deal to Palestinians who have been struggling for decades and decades and refuse to give up. They are an inspiration to people who are fighting for freedom everywhere, everywhere. on everywhere. the planet. Yeah. So did I answer your question? Yes. But I want, but, and, and, and relatedly, though, because um, I think that there is um, a misperception that is fairly widespread in this moment that is important for us to talk about that solidarity for with Palestinian people does not mean uh, one is anti-Semitic or does not also have solidarity with Jewish people, right? And yesterday, I think it was yesterday, there was a, a national solidarity Shabbat for you, right? And for those who aren't aware, Shabbat is the, that is the, the, the Sabbath ritual um, for Jewish people. Okay? Um, and one of the things that they said as part of the solidarity Shabbat, right, is you are, Angela, you are welcome at this Shabbat. What, can you tell us about the significance of that, both the, the phrase itself, but also for you as a person who is, been engaged in, in, in struggles for justice that are international for the majority of your life? Well, well first of all, um, um, I know that um, uh, Jewish Voice for Peace has done an incredible job, um, not only at this particular moment, mm. but in general, yeah. um, mm -hmm. um, creating a... a And, and so that is how I um, that is how I read the Shabbat. Um, okay. Uh, and the the, the slogan, um, Angela, sister, you are welcome in this house. Uh, uh, Angela, sister, you are welcome in this Shabbat. Comes from a slogan uh, that uh, was used on many posters all over the country when I was underground uh, mm -hmm. fleeing the FBI. Mm -hmm. So people put up these posters uh, on uh, their doors, Angela, sister, you are welcome in this house. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you have to realize that, that, that the only reason people are familiar with my name and my history today is because people did that work of organizing the movement to save my life back in the 1970. Well, it started in 1969 when Ronald Reagan fired me from my job. But, you know, I don't know why I always end up in the middle of uh, these situations. <laughs> I, I, really, I really never asked 
to be at the center of it all. I was very happy to be organizing on the sidelines and doing the work to promote some someone else, but somehow or another, um, I have no idea. Why, why the fitness at the center? I have no idea why the, And even now, at age 75, here I am again. <laughs> but... But I, I can tell you that what I've always tried to do is to utilize the moment, to yeah. take advantage of, 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 that, of the particular arena. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're doing this here uh, this evening. I was scheduled to be here on February 16th, and what is this date? February 16th. And, and here I am. Yeah. Not not because of anything I myself did, but because of the amazing organizing work of the Birmingham Committee for Truth and Reconciliation. So thank all of you who were involved in organizing this event this evening. Um, So actually, I want to go back to 1970, but also beforehand, um, because one of the things that I think um, is often missed about Birmingham in particular is that there is this long, robust, black radical tradition that comes out of Birmingham. And so I'm interested in, you know, having you talk some about the root of your radicalism here. Um, and then also, you know, how it is you're, you have these sort of two pieces of your journey, which are actually, a, a, I think, a, a big piece of why you wind up at the center of all these things, that you're an intellectual and an organizer, right? Um, so how did that come to be? Of course, uh, Imani is asking me the question, um, but she's an amazing researcher and has done, um, I love your book, uh, on Lorraine Hansberry. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> and she probably knows the answer uh, better than I, but I can, I can try. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the roots of... Um, the roots of our radicalism. Yeah, where you going? I, you know, I grew up in the city.